0: British Football's lead leader. This is Clyde One's Super Scoreboard.
1: Second half's about to get underway. Not yet at Celtic Park, Andrew McLean.
2: No, not at all because we had five minutes added at the end of a half, which probably wasn't enough in fairness, was it Fraser? Because there was a lot of VAR (laughs) stoppages. you think that will frustrate Ange Postacoglu. The guys were talking about it in the studio poster goglo when he was asked about var a few weeks ago before its introduction was you know didn't really want to talk too much about it yeah. so he didn't really get the hype around it but you know the guys are saying that Celtic want the ball to be in play as much as possible and they' Long stoppages, I think five and a half minutes between the two VAR calls and you've seen Celtic haven't really got into the type of rhythm that we've seen them in other domestic games this season.
3: Yeah, and you, you see it and I think Gordon Duncan's making their valid points the complaints all over the world about it but it is what it is, it's changed the game but there's 60,000 people in here and there's supporters up and down the country who will have no idea what's going on, at think like there's a screen and you can tell um, uh, yeah, it was, I think it was three and a half for the first one, two for the second, or a couple of minutes for for going down, so, so all these should be taken into consideration. But it is what it is. It, it's in. I, I, I supposed to call you the word ambivalent. I think players are ambivalent towards it. I think supporters may be ambivalent. I was trying to think back to way back at the start, and not just in this country, who actually wanted it in place? Because I just think it kills the whole momentum of the game, but Celtic will have to live with that because it's not going to change. And uh, at the moment in Scotland, there's so many... VAR checks so many decisions have been overturns Which means to me Lots of mistakes By referees If VAR's overturning them So yeah You hope That the horrendous Three months You might as well start and said that doesn't turn into The horrendous Three years But this is what We're going to get now The game of football's changed We just have to accept it And go on with it And it's frustrating For everybody That's in this stadium To be fair
1: ball. Fraser yeah, I was going to, Sorry Andrew I was going to say On the handball I mean Three months Three years Three decades that, that, That's that's not going to change That's not a teething problem That's just something That's there and I'm really fascinated, I can already see on social media, so many people find that decision ridiculous, and some people actually think, well, do you know what, it was a penalty, so... so
3: is, that, is that where VAR should come in then? You know, I mean, I've mean, looked at it as well, and you think it's 50-50, nobody really claims from Dundee United, Andrew here, next to me, he was the one who went and said to me, is that handball? You know, because it's, it's far away from us, so... Is that what it's supposed to be used for, clear and obvious? If it is, then fine, let's just go on if it like let's use it for everything. And I think you have to accept now when the ball hits a hand inside the box, it's probably going to be a penalty kick.
1: Well, I'm sure we'll revisit that uh, as the second half uh, progresses or when the game finishes on the open line with you lot out there. Uh, but let's get the second half up and running.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Trade accounts available now. Call them today.
1: There's been quite a remarkable impact, Mark Wilson. This is not, you know, it's just the way it is, as Fraser says. There's nothing you can you can do about it. But it seems a pretty obvious link between the VR delays and just the sort of Malaise that's set in In this game It's just It's a bit slow it's, it's just not a lot Happening It seems like That's been as a Direct yeah, consequence
4: and You know people say VR ruining the game uh, Maybe they don't Always mean The decisions It's yes. how it's yeah. slowing the games down Because Burnaby's well, been punished For his handball He's been hooked
1: To mm, even For yeah. Greg
5: Taylor ah. Well Greg yeah. Taylor Now a firm favourite With the Celtic supporters They'll be happy To see him On the pitch I just think, with regard to VAR, we'll soon be yearning for the days when you could simply say the referees are ballooning. But uh, Fraser still can. Wait, Fraser, Fraser he makes
1: the final decision, so you absolutely still can. Yeah,
5: Fraser was saying there who who asked for it, and
4: there was plenty of people asking for it, and managers who lose their jobs with decisions going their I think way.
1: Everybody said it was a. Every manager wanted it, didn't? Yeah, they?
4: because apart it from Ange Postecoglou, so, maybe it's so costly for for guys in a job who. Mm -hmm. Who then can point to a certain decision In a certain game and say If I had won that game or drawn that game Down to that decision I could have still been here And that's important Also I think what's important Gordon is to not Only Remember
1: the bad stuff because there's a lot And it would definitely drive you mad But in a couple of weeks we've already seen a number Of offside Mm -hmm. goals that were right To be ruled out or not offside Goals that were overturned and were right to stand So um it is get, it's also getting things right Yeah
6: I can't uh, uh, forget that Correct, 100% um, But I think you've got to weigh up the good and the bad with it just now uh, I'm sort of a gone and Fraser's camp I was all for it, I was looking forward to it I'm not particularly enjoying it Now you talk about, well all the managers wanted it in because of, you know they could lose their jobs and decisions or whatever But what we've got to remember, this is um, this is all about supporters the supporters For me I, I bet the what? majority Lots of
1: supporters wanted it though as well yeah, the ones but I, I I, Are you? they
6: enjoying it Just now I, I, No, You're looking at Celtic Park um, The flow of the game now People can say Well If you're Dundee United It's brilliant Because it's slowing Celtic down It's given the decision For apparently yeah. But I'm talking about An overall yeah. sport Entertainment I don't think the majority Will be enjoying yeah. it We don't have to
1: make this About Celtic Or Dundee United Mark whether it's Celtic or Rangers at home And whether it's Dundee United or Livingston or Motherwell for Way before VAR We used to always speak about the visiting team coming And trying to slow the game down We used to get so many calls about it after the game In that respect Is VAR an
4: absolute godsend To the smaller teams when they go to Celtic Park or Ibrox? I think it is Because I think there's going to be very little games that you go through That there's no VAR checks So you know, you're always going to get it It's always a time To just reset sometimes, it's an opportunity sometimes for the players to go to the manager and have a wee chat Because you you know it's going to be probably two minutes plus on a check Very rarely is it check over within a minute So you know you've got that wee bit of respite and it disrupts the flow I've been there Mm. before with United and it's just, you know It's just attack after attack after attack and sometimes you're thinking you start blaming your striker I wish you would hold it up To give us a chance to go up These we checks He'll hold it then up In a <laughs>
5: different sense Anyway
4: yeah. Hugh Let's get this ready So we've got as much time as possible
0: The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news And opinion online
5: I have played alongside Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Edison Cavani. I have been managed by Maurizio Sarri and Slavisa Jokanovic. I have played for seven top-flight clubs in three European countries, but my only major honour is one Scottish Cup. Who am I? So, played alongside Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Edison Cavani. Been managed by Maurizio Sarri and Slavisa Jokanovic played for seven top flight clubs in three European countries but my only major honour is one Scottish Cup oh I like that because
1: Latan's played for every big team Cavani's had a few as well and I like that question a lot at Clyde SSB if you think you know who it is and even if you don't why not take a guess send us a tweet at Clyde SSB and uh, put your suggestions in you two look more confused than normal I mean, yeah, You two I, walk around in a permanent state I, of
6: confusion I, I'm, ju- I'm just delighted I've got more of winner's medal than he's got But um, <laughs> I am really struggling That's that's a good career he's had Playing with the likes of the oh, yeah. has only, yeah. Yeah.
4: only one Yeah 1-1 Scottish Cup mm. None I could have career He's not been successful then, is that what with <laughs> some good sides oh, How can right, you, you play with tough... and not winning? I is know it? No.
1: Oh, remember—he's was he not the famous one that's played for X amount of teams that have won the Champions League, but he's never won it. Does mm. that is that still apply? He
4: never won it. Is I'm it? Sure he's well, the. That's a good stuff. He, uh-huh.
1: He's a he's a what's the word I'm looking for? He's a, he's a pub quiz question I answer. We were going to a, a pub, pub point. player. <laughs> <laughs> no point. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a pub quiz question but he's answer. He's never but won it. That, oh, yeah. No, yeah, he's... or at least that used to be the case for up to a certain point. But yeah, I suppose he wouldn't have. I actually didn't enter. No I mean So here's the way to look at it Ajax have won it But he wasn't part of the team Inter have won it But he wasn't part of it Barcelona have won it He wasn't part of it AC Milan And Manchester United And he's even been at PSG as well So he's been at all those clubs That have won the Champions (laughs) League But never when he's been there Well there's a a common denominator there It's his fault Yeah Yeah Uh, You should take a leaf
6: out of his book That he retired He looks after himself You wouldn't (laughs) see him Munching into the pies at half time (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> well speaking about the pies <laughs> <laughs> At least I only had one You You got one Munched into it Didn't like it But then put the half chewed one back He's and disgusting to other He the is disgusting and, isn't And he? selected another pie And then he, and he wh- thinks oh, that's alright I have to say I'm going to get that He like, whips pie.
1: the pastry off And eats that And then discards he's, other bits It's
4: disgusting Manners are he's terrible an animal <laughs> Honestly
1: um, Muirhead went into the book for a flailing arm On Zach Rudden, Who's getting pelters from the Partick Thistle fans Having swapped Hill for
5: Den's last season Everybody gets pelters from the Firhill fans Everybody
1: Celtic Hearts 1, Alawa 1 Alfredo Aguiman on 56 minutes Equaliser there for Celtic uh, No goals in the second half yet In our featured matches Anywhere Celtic 2, Dundee United 1 Ross County 1, St Mirren 2 Um, If you're Ross County Mark You're sort of Probably banking on Dundee United losing Today anyway So you won't
4: Lose Any ground as such But would you be Would you be fearing for them I would be Because it's It's went You know So long into the season Now We spoke about how Ross County transformed Last season Was it after 10 games They transformed their season but you rightly said earlier on The players that they've lost They had that wee bit of quality And we saw that in that 10th game At Den's Park last season When they won Was at 5-1 I think it was I don't see that In the Ross County team Especially going forward This year So Yeah Malcolm Mackay Has to reinvent that team Year after year But It's
6: not looking good This year Especially their home form Their home form's been so poor oh, Yeah I watched them against Hearts On Sunday And uh, They're losing too many goals Um They're just, you know, they'll not panic because it happened last year. They they came from nowhere, went on a terrific run. Malcolm Mackay, very experienced manager. I just don't think they've got the quality this year. I think they're in real trouble. Not much
1: you you can do about the best header the league's ever seen. By the way, way, what a header it was. I was incredible.
4: I forgot to say to you on Tuesday to chat about it, what a header that was and then did he get hooked
5: in the hour mark again Did they rested, rested, rested. rested no what I heard it was quality came on in Istanbul during the week that's a nice little trip for him huh? bit of shouting bowling, got a yellow yeah. card lost 3-1 bye bye hear the games you want to.
4: the away trips you want Istanbul lovely city just come no, on and play that a little, little cameo
1: to do that, will I? hold on we've got one of these
0: goal flashes with Clyde built Home Improvements.
1: See that wee pep talk was all Ross County needed. The level, what a game. Uh, Ross County 2, St Mirren 2, drilled in low by Tilson, in off the post. Dave Galloway has got a proper game on his hands. A wimpy for his lunch and a four
5: goal thriller and counting in the afternoon. One more goal for Ross County and they've hit double figures in the league for the season so far that... But... Seven goals in 13 <laughs>
6: matches up until today And now two in an hour It just shows you how football changes so quickly I'm saying they're in trouble But my league, as it stands The Vliet Frog, Dundee United Dundee United are now, but my league
1: They will be indeed if things mm. stay the same uh, And I guess these would be the, half, the types of games you have to try and get something from If you're Ross County, Mark You accept maybe if you're yeah. Dundee United That coming away from Celtic Park with anything is unlikely. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, it will be a lot closer at 54 minutes
4: than a lot of people would have imagined. Yeah, um, obviously Celtic in control of the game. But look, if you're Liam Fox and you said that you're going to come here and be on the front foot and all the things he says in his interview, it's two-one at this stage, then you'd mm. be satisfied. Well, so Celtic far. Park seemed to think they'd just gone three-one up, but David Turnbull's
1: header appears to have been saved right on the line. Um, th- that 's all we need to because remember oh, yeah. we don 't we don't have goal line technology um but yeah, it was saved on the line as far as the officials were concerned and uh away we go so i don 't think there 's any real suggestion that it was over although we 've not seen it back we 've got a goal in the championship
0: goal flashes with Clyde built home
1: improvements and Dundee are back in it Partick thistle Ooh. two Dundee one Robinson. Has pulled one back. Thistle are claiming for a foul on the keeper. Do the Championship desperately want VAR? You never no. know. Uh, but it's
5: 2-1. Silence. You stunned by that? No,
1: or it, it,
4: it, you know what? I was just having a look at the, the Turnbull header. Impossible to tell. Yeah. Unless you've got goal line technology. Hmm. See still on that. Go Go also right, didn't... It also didn't look particularly like it either, no nah, nah, I don't think so. See on that though, right... Yes. if the ball we've not got goal line technology yep. if the ball does go over the line say a goal didn't get given but you can clearly see it's a clear and obvious oh VR error. can check oh for yeah, sure yeah right, you can use yeah, the cameras yeah, so yeah. Just, okay.
1: obviously there might be a scenario where um, you know in a 6 game a 6 camera VR game that the camera might not, might be, conclusive not be conclusive anyway, conclusive anyway. But no of course you can still look at the the, okay. the cameras to see yeah, I was just—I've uh, well, clarified that for you. It, it certainly has because <laughs> just went Gordon. He'll go
6: home happy now. Oh well, we can sleep better <laughs> at night. Yeah, sit in the house tonight. right well, here, this rule <laughs> <laughs> he, heard, he heard where he's spending his Saturday night. Unbelievable. No,
1: listen, and I'm—I'm not—I'm um, all—I'm all for the the sentiment. I just didn't know it was such a thing. He's going to yeah. like an oh, so it's yeah. like an organized dog. <laughs> well, steady, <laughs> san- <Sorry>, steady, <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's going to somewhere quiet and dark to dog walk um, mm. because of the fireworks. Walk, so, what's yeah. like This is, is, like, the a, this is like an arranged place where people go
6: away <laughs> from. Still, no, still not, no standing. I'm, great. Man. I'm, I'm, been, I'm
1: trying to be serious. Mm. Right.
6: arrange yeah. This is, yeah. And I've been where he's going Let me tell you <laughs> I'm no, the same way Come, come Out
1: the city You take your dog
4: away yeah. Yeah. Somewhere quiet So they don't get disturbed By the fire That's the one Yeah, That's that's probably the best way Of putting it, it, it You started right. quite edgy there And right. started sweating okay. Very, okay.
0: Well, We've got one thoughtful. of these Goal flashes With Clyde built Home improvements
1: And now Ross County Are in front oh, St. Oh, 2 I Ross County you. 3 it's Harmon with the header loturi with the cross And Ross County are 3-2 Up at home to
5: St Mirren What a game Dave Galloway's got Well I, I go back to it Thir- 13 games played Prior to kick off today 7 goals 1 hour played 3 goals Nearly 50% of your total for the season so far So Malky Mackay must be absolutely delighted Yeah especially coming
4: uh, You know from behind like they were there And in quick succession I don't know why I'd, uh, In the arc I'd put Ross County as well Yeah, and then I, I had just slaughtered them five minutes ago And saying their home form is terrible I must have went out my head When I gave my prediction
6: I had a fancy for Ross County But I highlighted the fact that Defensively They're not good So I still fancy There's more, more action in that
5: Yeah yeah, I do mm, Let's check in on the teaser Please Hugh If you don't mind Okay I have played alongside Zlatan Ibrahimovic And Edison Cavani I've been managed by Maurizio Sarri and Slavisa Djokovic I have played for seven top flight clubs In three European countries But my only major honour Is one wee Scottish Cup I love this from Mark Brown who says I'm a
1: Diallo," And then he's replied to his own tweet Saying, ugh, ignore me, this is wrong <laughs> And is it wrong? <laughs> it's wrong It's wrong uh, Hatati Scon See what he's done yeah, there Yeah, has right, yeah Has gone for Joel Perry dumbe
5: Ah, Scottish Cup goal scorer But not the answer
1: uh, a few people go on Ahmad Diallo, by the way, so that's not correct. It's not Joel Perry. When Dune would Ahmad
5: Diallo have played with Zlatan Ibrahimovic? Have Man a walk with yourself.
1: I mean, I know he didn't, but yeah. wouldn't have been too far off, would it? Man United. Mm. Anyway, uh, and Richard Carr thinks it might be Massimo Donati. Ah, that was my sort of a guess.
5: No, Massimo. Okay,
1: keep your guesses coming, please. At Clyde SSB. Don't forget, five o'clock. Well, Maybe might be 20 past 5 at this rate When the game's finish, You can let us know What you've made of today's football And maybe what you're thinking about tomorrow's football as well Rangers fans Motherwell fans Hearts fans 01419511025 Don't want to leave out any St Johnstone fans uh, Whatever you've got for us this evening Pick up your if, phone
5: Get it off your chest If you're a Rangers fan You're thinking oh, you, know, you never know 2-1 Dundee United Only takes One Lucky Strike one VAR decision, and all of a sudden, it's a draw.
1: Yeah, the, the Turnbull header, um, Mark Celtic have come close with that. They've had a couple of other
4: attacks, you know, a minute or two ago, getting to the edge of the box. And Jackie Marcus had a, a nice little flick there. It was sort of half chance, but it just shows you how good and reactive he is in that situation, but right at the goalkeeper. So they're not at the door, Celtic. There's no doubt about that, but United getting plenty of bodies back here in the box and restricting them for... Clear cut chances You've got to
6: say Yeah and if they don't If they don't open them up Which I expect them to do uh, They've got plenty of quality On the bench That can come on And, and, and put this game to bed So Kyogo Maeda Yeah uh, they've got pace They've got guys That can score goals They've just got They've got a very Very strong squad But uh, I expect them To score another goal It's that before. time And
1: changes start getting made yeah. Grieve and Tanzer Have come on For Gogic and Erahon For St Mirren As they look to get back in At 3-2 down uh, Lawless for Mullen, for Partick Thistle. Getting a bit tense here, says David Freel. Mackenzie on for Bannigan as well. 2 1 to the Jags. Lovely work by Jota there on the left, gets to the byline, but O'Reilly shoots straight at Birigiti. So Celtic knocking on the door. Can't find the answer just yet, and it's still 2 1 to Ange Postacoglu's side.
5: I suspect you'll see Kiogo and Abada shortly, because knocking on the door can get boring. <laughs> Yeah, there'll be some changes coming up. There's no doubt
4: about that. It doesn't matter how his team's playing. If they're getting beat, if they're way out in front, Ange Postecoglou always goes about this time with three, usually three in the one, and so especially guys like O'Reilly and Hattati who've put a lot of minutes in um, this week. Maybe the ones to make way, but certainly so much quality on that bench that you spoil for choice, really.
1: Uh, Levitt's coming on For Dundee United Good Play player No Gordon He's clearly not been At his sparkling best Hence why he's not Starting the game But if there was one man That might produce Something out of nothing And rescue an unlikely Point here
6: he, Yeah he can give you A wonder That's, a, that's for fact He's uh, got that In his locker Uh, He was in good form for Dundee United But he just seems to Maybe it was a tactical Especially with Tony Watt as well Getting that red card overturned The experience Yeah, criticized
1: midweek by the manager For lack of form, remember
6: Yeah, but um, when you're going away from Home to Celtic Park I think a a bit of experience And I think Tony knows how to play in games Oh, I'm talking about uh,
1: Dylan Levitt, sorry
6: Oh, sorry I thought you meant Tony Watt there But I think that Tony can get you up the pitch I think he's, you know, experienced enough to get those, you know, clever fouls that just take the, the heat off the game a little bit. But uh, bit interesting to see what Levitt does. Look, no better place to find your form than to put one in the top corner.
1: If you're Dylan Levitt specifically, Mark, is that, is that actually not a bad environment to come on in? Because it's 2 1 down, yeah. it's not going to be your fault if you lose yeah. 3 1. And <laughs> even if it was, people won't care. But if you're the guy that can produce. The equaliser,
4: or even better, at Celtic Park, then. Yep, yeah, you'd be a hero, and I think he'll be quite relaxed coming on there. He's a terrific young player, so he has a terrific spell at United last year
5: before he made the move mm. permanent. Um, Do you remember the night Celtic won the league at Tiredays and United hit a screamer, Dylan Liddell? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Jim's the man who has made way Kyogo and Abada getting stripped for Celtic, so you would imagine. Maybe Jackie Marcus and Haxabanovic, or maybe. Jackie, yeah, or, or even Jota is still just coming back yeah, from injury, yeah, isn't he?
6: probably. I've, if I was Haxabanovic, I'd be put oh, oh, the on the hat trick. Yeah, I was and I want one of those balls. Would you give it to Ange then if he took you off? I don't, you th- I don't think throw you, 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 I probably had my hat trick mm. No, I'd be delighted to go off. I loved scoring early and just going, <laughs> right, I'll do me. <laughs> thought,
1: do you I, know I've <laughs> noticed? Having obviously you two go way back, we established this last season. That you and Ange Postecoglou were teammates for yeah, a, a short yeah, while yeah. in Australia, yeah. which was amazing. I I, I, I I sometimes think back to that moment where I just assumed that you were talking your usual nonsense yeah, in the terms maybe. of you actually were. Yeah. Um and I've noticed some similarities between you recently. With the jumpers. You both cough into the mic a lot.
6: That's just an Australian thing. We picked <laughs> it up
1: over in Melbourne. Now, listen, I hope it's nothing serious from either no, of you. Look, Of course, let's not make light. I've I've
6: had a chest infection for... And, for and I'm, what?
1: For ten years? <laughs> no, every I've time you're on the say. show, you lean into the mic and you cough. And Since I
6: 21. And no, what he, he does it, right? He coughs into the mic,
4: but then turns away the, after turns the after. cough. I
1: know, it's incredible. And... I've noticed a lot of Celtic fans have been pointing out that old Ange coughs away during his press conferences. Mm. There you go. Is that something you two learned together?
6: Nah, I think that's a bit unfair. I think there was a lot more to our relationship than just coughing into Mike's Gordon. <laughs> um, you know, spending time with Ange, learning. <sighs> you lasted a couple of weeks and you. It's the, the same age he as you Is and? I think I was about older Me you know oh, he's he's younger, younger than me. you can he be older than you Come on
1: He's like
4: much healthier <laughs> <laughs> than you <laughs>
6: 100% Should younger Shuggy around the corner Looking more healthier
1: than me He's 3-4 years younger than you Yeah yeah uh, No up. hat trick for Haxabanovich Off he goes And replaced by Jakimakis
4: Yeah quite happy with his day's work You know a couple of goals He's been involved in Quite a bit Good substitutes again We see it every week mm. Good to turn into your bench And you've got a fully fit Fully fire on bench It's clearly It's not really a thing Is it Leaving a player on To try and get a hat trick See if you think about How
1: many times The players uh, They did not happen to Cholak about four times It's just not a thing We from the outside Maybe make, But the managers Almost never think about it
6: The big difference In our day Gordon Was you were left On to get a hat trick And there wasn't That that many subs either There two subs Anyway we've
0: got one of these Goal flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements
1: David Friel told you it was getting a bit tense He's obviously got a a sixth sense for these things Because Partick Thistle 2, Dundee 2 Sweeney forces it over the line And all of a sudden Those Partick Thistle fans Who hadn't been happy Who were happy at going 2-up Will be feeling a bit
5: frustrated now Well David spoke about uh, Ian McCall Having (laughs) goodwill in the bank Uh, If it was five defeats in a row um, There'll be a A withdrawal of the goodwill back from 2-0 from t- up, yeah, two two up, yeah, up yeah, At yeah. home, yeah uh, So A uh, third goal for Dundee Would be bad for Ian McCall The amount of goals are losing Is alarming Over the past, what Four weeks Five
4: weeks Thistle 3-0 4-2 4-0 4-1 Against Aberdeen Albeit And now another two At home Oh And now Aaron Muirhead's been sent off
1: as well He oh. we said he'd been given the the yellow for the flailing of arms. He's no stranger to a bit of a mm. a, bit of a battle, and um, it was for afters after the goal, a second
4: booking. How how silly's that?
1: That's uh, an experienced
4: player in the team, team and, as well. Your team and your manager's going through a rocky patch, and you go do that. I mean, I've been Nende in McCall's rants before he the top ranter that you've played under uh, well Strachan could go at it yeah. Aye, yeah, aye, but Ian McCall Ian McCall I think even when in his younger days he was a wee bit feisty to put it polite but one time against Aberdeen he, he, he went absolutely nuts and threw the, the treatment table over all the sandwiches and that's the first I'd ever seen of that because it was Alex sandwiches. Smith
6: Ah, especially a like
4: salad one Paul Hegarty before who, you know, respectable characters who could shout But quite soft approach sometimes And he just went nuts It worked, we won the game
6: I would never have taken any in my management career Shouting and balling I don't think it gets you anywhere in life For the young mm. listeners I think you've just got to explain things and hopefully. I bet
1: all, I bet all of your players are sitting listening What a lot of nonsense, he you know. did
6: shout no I think you would be a shower,
1: 100% Absolute. <laughs> a shower. I, Absolutely He can't even remember What he had for breakfast I, I, no, I bet did you did know shouter
6: no, no I was more of a Talker Explainer <sighs>
1: No chance I don't even believe that
6: Get the tactical board out Assistant
1: Glenn Middleton Will be next on For Dundee <laughs> <what>
7: today
1: United <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, So Dundee United Obviously spot something Hugh Not in the Not in that They're threatening yet uh-huh. But in the They're only two down with 25 yeah. minutes to go, so why not?
5: Yeah, two I mean, one down. The you know Celtic are having, by Celtic standards, uh, a day that's not memorable. Uh, I think the VAR in the first half, the stoppages, I think it killed them all together, uh, and they're, they're whether it's Kyogo, Abada, Jota. Matt O'Reilly There's nothing happening in front of goal for them Uh, Lots of possession Domination obviously But not happening in front of goal So the Rangers supporters are moving Closer and closer towards the radio It's the
1: possibility Gordon. More than anything It still doesn't look likely It doesn't strike you as a day that Celtic are in Bother but As Hugh says, once that door's still there
6: Uh, Yeah, we've seen it before And when Celtic Went in the lead early on Seven minutes Whatever it may be We were thinking Well this could be a sore one For Dundee United They get that decision Could it happen again Of course a good Set play Levitt could be a Terrific strike But you need to go up the park Yeah And if you, if you don't go up the park You ain't going to score goals And Dundee United Cannot go up the park It's a case of When Celtic will score next Very
4: much like the game is that Against Motherwell Yeah Yeah
6: you know went yeah, along the same way the goal against
4: them was against the run a play and they got themselves in front and then right at the end Cal McGregor of course has to take the red card because it's just that one opportunity so could do another goal here just to kill it. Your old pal Curious Creatures has been on
1: with You're a, 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 me, a bit it? of poetry about your nighttime activity uh, for <laughs> this right. evening uh, Stephen Fletcher off for, for Glenn Middleton. I know you, Mark Wilson. All so great. he says. May. So Mark's going nighttime walking because the dogs are easily scared. Keep them from the fireworks. It's just nice to see he cares. He'll bump into the Dazzler in a frisky kind of mood, showing off his wee chihuahua <laughs> as he wanders <laughs> round the woods. there's
6: every
1: <laughs> possibility I could meet Mark tonight? I think, we'll I, true. I
6: think
1: I've been known to visit that place. I think we'll leave that right there, if you don't mind. Thank you very much. Oh. Uh, Brophy on for Curtis. Main for St Mirren He's been the, uh, No pun intended Main man In an attacking sense for In recent weeks But maybe not quite clicking In the same way to date Eamon Brophy Comes on to see If he can rescue something For
5: St Mirren What result that would be For Ross County Hugh. For Malky Yeah uh, he's Toiled all season long uh, And at last Someone uh, Has come up with The goals for him And uh, Has Gordon Dale pointed out They could get off the bottom Which is always a psychological lift I mean When we break for the World Cup Next Saturday You're going to have five weeks Either to fester Or To look ahead Optimistically And If Malke can keep Ross County off the bottom Mm. He'll look forward optimistically
1: You you know Talk about the timing of this World Cup It just seems annoying Doesn't it Mm. You know See before we even get to the serious stuff I know there's a lot of talk about that Just now You know A a very big picture about the suitability of Qatar to have a World Cup. Before you even get to that, even just the timing marks, he is a player. How many players are you now seeing that are out injured for 10 days or two weeks, and that's going to be enough to keep you out of a World Cup because it comes bang in the middle of the season. At least you used to have when it was in the summer, you know, a few weeks maybe at the end of the campaign. To get over any niggles Go away Fit to the World Cup it, it's, it's very unforgiving On the players isn't
4: it? It certainly is And you've got to feel sorry for them Because You know For some of these players It'll be their only opportunity To play in a World Cup And you're right There is no build up We're straight out of the domestic stuff Straight into the World Cup You're right At, at the end of May The season would usually be finished A bit earlier Then that would give National teams a chance To go away for a couple of weeks Assess their injuries And then the tournament would start What mid-June or something like that But just going right into it I don't you, think it's a World Cup Anybody's really Do you know so Really overbothered About I think, this
6: year. I, Well funny you used to say that Everybody loves the World Cup Of course we do We grew up with it, Watching at it, The great Brazilian teams I don't even know Who the favourites are To win the World Cup this year You, you know Years gone by You had the Germans, You had Brazils Germany's, Germanys The Germanys, <laughs> ah, the Germanys. Um, You had the Brazilians Um I yeah, love the Brazilians Brazil are favourites yeah. Are they favourites? Yeah I think so yeah <laughs> uh,
1: Brazil, France, Argentina, England That sort of Spain I think that's like the top 5 roughly so,
5: so The other thing so for changed. us I mean we have plenty of players from the Premiership In the tournament But this country is not in it And that diminishes your mm. interest as well Yeah,
1: I'm used to that I, mean, I was going to say That's that. not yeah. abnormal that's, that's nothing new Well we've been teased yeah. We thought we had a Closer. chance Getting closer. Yeah. Oh, Man City thought they were two-one up through Erling Haaland oh, of all people. No. Score correction, must be a VAR uh, incident. There, mm. it's still mm. level. I thought you said you knew how to win with ten men. Well, yeah.
6: there's still a bit to go.
4: And the, the VAR decisions have we had many of those yet in Scotland? Goals celebrated, and
6: then have ever got
4: some because that seems the only thing that we're missing. A wild celebration from a team only. To have it ruled out. Yeah, I badly
1: got one ruled out, didn't he? Um But again, that maybe doesn't match your wild celebration. Yeah, but I will I come though. Yeah, yeah, I will come. Again, that's... And Do you know what though? I, I, there are actually times though when that can be quite exciting. I remember being in, at Hampden, Lyndon Dykes against Israel, course, yeah. celebrated... Goal doesn't stand, and you just celebrate it again. Yeah. I would be, I would as chaotic as it is I would be lying if I said it wasn't absolutely brilliant yeah. fun in the stadium that night. So, uh, right, Ooh uh, Saint Mirren had won against Dundee United, ruled out as well. Remember, we've got one of these, and it is a big one.
0: Goal flashes goal flash. with Clyde Built Home Improvements.
1: Partick Thistle two Dundee mm. three. Oh. And it is Cami Kerr, the Dundee legend, who has scored on 76 minutes and Thistle two up and now losing 3-2. That will not be going
5: down well at all. Well, nor should it really. You know, they've been on a bad run, they've been haemorrhaging goals and uh, here come another three at home when you had a two-goal start. So... There's no reason for people to be happy about that
1: Jota has gone off He's done his bit He set up Haxibanovich's goal Continued his return from injury And he's been replaced by James Forrest
6: And I'll tell you what makes it worse for Partick Thistle Dundee leapfrog Just now Wraith Rovers Leapfrog Yeah they've gone 3-1 up at Hamilton 3-1, against 1, Hamilton yeah. Liam Dick All of a sudden they're dropping down that table mm. I, I think Ian If he doesn't Pull this back today I think he'll come under A lot of pressure Really
1: Parks and McGrath Have gone off For Dundee United Tony Watt Newly available Following a successful Red card appeal During the week He comes on And Archie Meekinson As well Wouldn't yeah, it be quite something There would be a lot In that story here yeah. If Tony Watt Spoils the party Former oh. Celtic striker And a man Who's only playing Because he won his appeal But it was only Forced to appeal because he gets sent off by VAR in the first place Well
5: you got a former Rangers player in Middleton And a former Celtic player in Watt uh, And Celtic having one of those days Kyogo did go very close with a glancing header uh, But it's been a long old day for Celtic uh, The two goals were fairly undistinguished in their execution uh, And Celtic aren't over the line yet So there's potential here It's been as
4: easy a day for Joe Hart as you'll ever see though if we've seen him not much mm. hardly you know even the two Celtic centre-halves much involvement probably not full-backs are involved going forward but that's about it um, see just on the Tony Watt thing I, you might not know the answer Gordon but is John Beaton, it was John Beaton that made the decision was it is he refing anywhere this week Why? because uh, yeah, it's, well, yeah, it is it be. such a it's a just, glaring error it's just
1: not the way that works I know people always want want that but see ultimately see if you then start sort of banning every ref that makes it we, we, we wouldn't have enough category we're 1 officials because by the way yeah. we're also now doubling up because you need a category 1 official as mm. things stand in the in but the VAR room as well you
6: want, you want John Beaton stood well, down like
4: I understand before VAR ref, came it, in he's the ref in Dingle
1: so I understand
4: columns in the VR. I understand before VR came in, if a ref made a decision like that and they got it wrong, fight like they see it once split second. When they get something mm-hmm. so blatantly wrong and the, the full thing is mixed up. I think fans, even Dundee United <sighs> fans, wait, 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 away in Foxes. Where,
1: where are you drawing the line there, right? Because, mm. so, does the VAR and the assistant VAR come into that as well? Because they obviously thought yeah, that yeah. there was a case so for a red card. I guess there's an so awkward three, of, three of them
4: banned. However, so, it's one guy that makes a decision. I've not got three of them banned. No, but, they... no, but hold on a minute. What I'm trying to say is, John Beaton's mistake yeah. must be,
1: it can't be as severe as you're making it out to be, if two other guys agreed with him Now I know a
4: panel managed to, to overturn it But they didn't agree with him That's not the point If of are, They tell him well, to go uh, and look at it In, in the sentiment yeah. of though That it might have been a red card I mean. Yeah But just saying have a look at this He he saw the right decision Then changed his mind yeah. to a red No I know but they also obviously thought There was enough in it For it to be a red
1: well, Otherwise to, he wouldn't have to gone check over it. They
4: wouldn't have said to him is a red He's doing Rangers Hearts
1: next I think so that would be quiet It's always mm-hmm. a over point today. I think
4: fans are Are
1: I mean, do you know why because
4: Scots have got this weird thirst for
1: punishment
6: yeah
1: get
4: them no. out but how do you get
1: better Have you, be... you just allowed that to happen but how would that make you better I think you mm. deliberately did give it give no, so do you, do you
4: reward it by just continuing and then mm. employing them again for another game and another game and another game no, I get, look I get that but ultimately that would only work as a punishment if you felt
1: people were doing it deliberately if he just thought it was a if he, right hold on mm. if he thinks it's a if he thinks that's a red card yeah. and then he gets sent to referee Trinent Juniors next week and or then, just take him out and then, right, well, fine yeah. then see when he comes back in two weeks' time how is that going to change whether he thinks mm. it's a red card or not? It won't yeah.
6: mm-hmm. well uh, answer that one
1: <laughs> <He's laughs> what <just change> is <laughs> anyway, Celtic have right. almost conceded because Dundee United caught them out with a quick free kick usually it's the other way around Celtic doing all the quick stuff but Greg Taylor of all people uh, heading off the line And then
4: United hit the post From the resulting corner His man no. in the moment Greg Taylor At one end Scoring goals At the other Saving Celtic
5: Late on in the game What a clearance that is uh, Gordon Dale was asking Earlier on How did United Get up the park no. Well it's quite simple Take Celtic, a quick free kick Celtic have been committing Foul after foul After foul And i said to you The Rangers supporters Are getting closer and closer To the radio um, because Celtic have had By their very high standards A mm. poor day The problem with Celtic If you're looking for them to drop
1: points And you're a rival fan Even when St Johnson equalised late against them Celtic seem yeah. to find a way of going yeah. and, and doing it up the other end FC Edinburgh 0 Queen of the South
5: 3 Lee Connolly on 82 minutes But Dundee are now Passing the ball. Having a about. go. Mm. Yeah, they're
6: having a go. They're on the front foot now. Yeah. They, they
5: know there's something in this for them if they persevere. To no. be fair
4: to Liam Fox, you know, you're talking about tactics. Sat in, you know, Celtic obviously didn't get that third goal and then he's made changes, positive changes, to try and get something and they look better for it getting into the last 10 minutes.
6: Yeah, I think I, I agree, Mark. Um, I thought your point earlier was rubbish, but I agree with that. <laughs> the, they've made changes and it's m- improved them. I think it may play into Celtic's hands now because look they're 2-1 throw b- bodies forward Celtic have got the pace and the ability to cut you open so.
1: Remind us of your question Hugh just as Sterling Albion equalise
5: against Albion Rovers through Dale Carrick I've played alongside Vlatan Ibrahimović and Edison Cavani I've been managed by Maurizio Sarri and Slavisha Jokanovic. I have played for seven top flight clubs in three European countries but my only major honour is one Scottish Cup
1: You got it you two
6: You think so, write it down,
5: show me
1: your paper, I'll tell you Um, Let's see Uh, What else have we got on here then To get some wrong answers out the way The Dazzler has got it I can't remember if I said this earlier Ryan Drennan thought it was Yusuf Malumbu No, it's obvious Jordan Corner thinks it's Mark Crossas It's not We couldn't have him twice in the teaser, Mm. could we? Uh, Doppel thinks it's Timo Weah No And what else did I see that I quite liked as a wrong answer I think that's most of them so yeah.
4: keep your guesses coming so you two have got this now do well, you? Ah, it's
1: a team oh, effort
6: oh, no no no, no. We got, well
4: no. it's a team effort annoys me <laughs> when, when those clues are read it uh, yeah.
5: uh, annoys just me just join
6: it think about it imagine them. imagine yeah.
5: playing with all the players and that <sighs> we've all had a bit of fun during <laughs> the week about uh, Celtic and missed chances you know every Celtic fan says if we had taken our chances we'd have probably won the Champions League but, uh, you know, it, it's again the story for Celtic today You can talk about Kyogo and Giacomacus uh, But Celtic, mm. at the moment, I think Ange's priority would be If he can find one, uh, a 30 or at least 25 goal a season, man Yeah, I mean, they, they are on 44 goals in 13 games now, aren't they? In the, the Premiership,
1: it doesn't seem critical domestically
5: uh, I think not just domestically But you know Oh well we've spoken about that Obviously trying to upgrade in Europe But yeah. you know If
4: you've got 44 goals After 13 games in the league it's That's not bad going Pretty well, happy with that I mean you're going to get Games like this Hugh. You're always going to get Games like and this And by the way player.
1: Today you can't lump them all together Because if anything This has actually just been An all round poorer Performance it's Not created that much In terms no, of you know, it's, I think thought. it's no. 8 or 9 on target They've
4: usually got a good bit More than that Yeah Um and I wouldn't even say Dundee United Have really parked the bus You know sometimes you say You know it's incredibly difficult to see where the space is I think It's been open enough And the quality players Celtic have got They probably should have made more of the territory that they've gained in the game Grieve with an angled shot
1: Saved by Laidlaw's knees So St Mirren what a turnaround uh, That would mm. be it's a, it's a much better trip home from Dingwall If you can rescue yeah. A 3 all draw, but 3 2 to County at the moment. 2 1 to Celtic against Dundee United. Partick Thistle were 2 0 up, and Dundee now lead by three goals to two.
4: Well, big 10 minutes, especially up in Dingwall. Sorry, still 1 all isn't it, at Somerset between Aaron and Morton? Yeah. Yeah, and for Ian McCall. I mean, there's a run of results. You know what goes against you that maybe put your job in jeopardy. But then one often top it off. And today, you know, it certainly goes in that bracket. Two up. Thistle fans thinking, yep, brilliant, we're back in track. But to lose 3-2, then a lot of question. A man sent off into that as well. So you question their
5: discipline. Not a good one for Ian McCall this afternoon. And uh, the wait goes on for Celtic at Celtic Park and their supporters. Uh... They've got to get a, a win today, I think, to put pressure on Giovanni Van Bronkers tomorrow. Uh, at the moment, the Rangers manager had been very honest about things, a, a massive rebuild required. Forest's hit the bar for Celtic, diving header, uh, so you, they're getting closer as well, our Celtic, but it's still 2-1 at the
1: moment, sorry Hugh.
5: Yep, I go back to the point, you know, tomorrow is only tasty if Celtic win today, um, you know, Uh, they give Rangers a get out of jail card if they drop anything to Dundee United but 7 points the Rangers fans not happy with Van Bronckhurst or the team holding their hands up and admitting that they're the worst ever in Champions League group stage history because they were terrible Um, so interesting
1: yeah Celtic coming very close off the underside of the bar From that James Forrest header Dundee United had their little flurry a moment or two ago as well So it was set up for a nice finish
5: I was going to say James Forrest headers are very unusual yeah. But of course he scored one at Tynecastle. So he did not yeah He's very unlucky Good technique I've got to say Fantastic You just
6: move. wonder if Are, oh. another, ch- are, are another chance in Dundee was
1: United it at that, Was it at that end of Celtic Park when you stooped um, To head one in
6: Yeah
4: yeah yeah. Not, see, it? that's what I forget, right? See, looking at the that... It was at Ivory no, it at Park Celtic, just Park. Now,
6: Celtic Park. Are you talking about the old firm game? Yeah. No. Right,
4: Yeah, the old firm one was at Celtic
1: Park. Celtic
6: Park and that goal. In yeah. fact, that net bulged. It's, it's so amazing to think that's the same... Down. That's the same
4: ground that you scored that goal at. I'm not sure about that. Because Celtic it's just... It see, different. when you look at it and it's just totally transformed and it looks a, a different... That's, when that's, when well, that's a different century. Well,
6: that's a different century, of course. There were no VAR there to rule my goal offside as I ran away and celebrated Almost four-two to Dundee. Now that would have just sealed it for a lot of these Partick oh. Thistle fans. But still,
1: three uh, at the moment. Maybe they could even find the equaliser. I'm not sure that would be totally satisfactory after being two 0 up. But it would be a whole lot better than losing the match. So we'll see what late drama we've got. In fact, let's round this off here to make way for late drama. Oh.
0: The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football
1: Got to hold that right there Because we've got one of these
0: Goal flashes flashes. With Clyde Built Home Improvements
1: And it is a goal for Dundee United It was a cross that went all the way in Tony Watt tried to head it Couldn't get there The cross ends up beyond Joe Hart And talk about late drama Because
5: Dundee United are level and that's a shocker for Celtic. Uh, I said they had played all afternoon and uh, had not looked apart at all. They were a goal up after six minutes and then uh, 2 1 in front. But this is a major foul up by Celtic. Uh, you know, th- at home, all the players at their disposal, all the Kiyogos, Marcus, O'Reilly, Hatati, everybody, uh, and they've been. Beaten by a simple goal uh, And this, The drama is there now Because the Rangers fans are absolutely ecstatic All the talk about missed chances All week and how well Celtic Could have done in the Champions League Had they taken their chances There was another afternoon of Poor chance taking And they have paid for it severely Yeah I don't think Dylan
1: Levitt uh, Tony Watt gets any touch on it Even if he did he's not offside He's the other side of Cameron Carter Vickers was the easy turn away for Levitt Lovely ball in And what an end to this game Gordon Deal
6: How would you form now? Um, the manager will be absolutely delighted Got to give uh, Hugh credit He's been calling it for the last 20 minutes Could be problems for Celtic this would be a real disappointment. Maeda on for Turnbull to try and snatch that winner. But you've got to be you've got to give credit to United. Seen the last 15, 20? twenty, yeah. they've had a go. Their yeah. changes mm-hmm. have certainly worked for them. Celtic haven't capitalised in anything. Obviously, Forrest hit in the bar. But look, I don't think Celtic's defence with Joe Hart especially will look forward to seeing that again. No, no Poor, poor goal To well, lose yeah, because where,
1: where does Cameron Carter Vickers header now
4: saved By Birigiti a Celtic go for it To get that winner um, Where does it go wrong Mark? Well the throw in's too easy are it Levitt's feet? Now That's fine If you get it on his feet Fine if you don't stop it But don't let him turn I mean the three Celtic players I think Abada's chasing him I think Turnbull's in front of him And it must have been Ralston was the other one Don't let him turn And then just cross it We, we chatted about Levitt When he came on Quality player who Can put you in trouble sometimes you cannot give him that time to cross the ball Now it's a magnificent cross Because if it misses your striker it goes Then in, it, yeah. it goes in the back post That's exactly what's happened Terrible defending from Celtic But yeah, William Fox takes all the credit For making positive changes at the right time So
1: Celtic fans, what a finish this is going to be Can you find a winner? Done it before against St Johnson not too long ago um, And if you can't do it again Then it will be just one point
5: on the board and a chance for Rangers to cut that gap tomorrow. Well, last night's programme devoted to Celtic supporters saying if we'd taken our chances, well, they can say it again tonight because uh, the only good news Giovanni van Bronckhurst has had this week is at Celtic Park this afternoon. And the lift that'll give the Rangers fans and players yeah. going to that game.
0: Goal flashes! <laughs> With Clyde built Home Improvements
4: Celtic
1: back in front It's Celtic 3, Dundee United 2 And it is Kyogo is a corner, headed in He won't score many headers from corners Said it a minute ago, they do it against St Johnson They tend to find a way And it's Celtic 3, Dundee United 2
6: Incredible, yeah. absolutely <laughs> incredible And you've got to congratulate them on it Even when they look You know, Dundee United get that goal They've got something to hang on to They feel they've got a point Celtic just have this knack To find the winners
1: Uh, Yep, Celtic back in front then Late, late drama At Celtic Park It looked like two points dropped Three back on the board Now as things stand Unless there's another sting in the tail Kyogo popping up With a very, very important goal Four Minutes added on and uh, Celtic Park celebrates that like a fan base that knows exactly how important that might be. Falkirk against them, and Umfermline have won it 1-0 away from home, over 7,000 at that game. It's full time in Dingwall. Dave Galloway, what a game you've witnessed.
8: Absolutely, a really entertaining afternoon here in the Highlands Ross County 3, St Mirren 2 County went ahead after 10 minutes a lovely ball in from Luturi finished off from close range by White, that lead lasted all of 3 minutes, a wonderful free kick by Strain making it 1-1, he was at least 20 yards out when he curled the ball beautifully up and over the wall, in the first half uh, the home side were seeing a lot more of the ball, nearly 70% possession but Saints went 2-1 up in injury time O'Hara's header following a corner kick um, hit the woodwork and crossed the line before anybody else could get a touch
1: Sorry Dave very quickly there's been another goal at Celtic
0: Park Goal Flashes with Clyde Home Improvements
1: and it's a goal for Celtic It's 4-2 A Dinks it over Birigiti And that will be that Sorry Dave Galloway Carry on
8: No problem at all Yeah, Saints went 2-1 up uh, In injury time In that uh, first half O'Hara's header Following a corner kick Hit the woodwork And crossed the line It was all squared again On 56 minutes Tilson With a very fine low drive Which went in off the post Following Edwards Cross Which was not cleared properly On the hour mark It was 3-2 to the Staggies Loturis cross converted by Harman's header Saints strive for another equaliser and they went close when Greaves' angled shot was saved by Laidlaw's knees Brophy also saw his effort blocked as his side uh, cranked up the pressure in a bid to make it 3-3 but uh, County stood firm to earn an absolutely huge victory that lifts them off the foot of the Premiership table Ross County 3 St Mirren 2 well, there is a
1: VAR. Check on Lee Labada's goal for a possible offside. Will I do my wee button? I like it.
0: VAR review with Clyde built home improvements. And here's
1: one because he got booked for his celebration. If the goal doesn't stand, the booking still stands though, doesn't it? Which is just like. <laughs>
9: Wacky Yeah oh, This yeah, looks it's like It's going to be, gonna be ruled out.
1: Oh you said earlier You were looking for A big celebration that, You don't yeah. get much bigger oh, than that. he's run to the crowd He's taken his shirt <laughs> off He's <laughs> whipped it around his head He's stood up On the advertising boards If this doesn't stand It is the
4: He's off I think they're going to Rule this Yeah, out. yeah I agree well, with you Well it
1: depends you. though I know it stands Because a bad I didn't Touch it there I think that's what You've missed
4: I By think about Maeda.
1: A, a Maeda, sorry, yeah,
4: yeah. Ah,
1: right, okay, maybe that. But he does try and play it. But anyway, the goal stands. Uh, we've got enough Drum. drama happening at the uh, moment. Having 14. said
5: that Celtic stood on the verge of a major foul up, uh, I have to credit them and praise them because this is more than just a knack. This is a practiced tactic from Celtic. the, the Jack Marcus at uh, Perth, Greg Taylor at Tynecastle. Uh, and now to go 3-2 in front mm. was absolutely breathtaking but to make it 4-2 is incredible and Dundee United
1: were on the receiving end of a couple last mm. season as well it's full time at Somerset Park Roger Hanna
10: it is here United won Morton when they started the day as a top two in the championship Gordon, and they just couldn't be separated as they cancelled themselves out. they took the lead after three minutes Alec Kirk heading home from close range after Morton goalkeeper Brian Schweig made a fine save from Dickeau Dippo Akiniemi but Morton's response was good they were level after 16 minutes corner to the back post by former air midfielder Robbie Crawford and here was K Tongo to head home he had a penalty claim turned down after 27 Akiniemi came down in the box under the challenge of Jack Baird and then there was Akinyemi going close from Josh Mullins, free kick before the break into the second half, chances at either end Morton substitute, geez, can be a twice going close, the closest of all was when a short, fierce shot, came back off the outside of the post, at the other end Schweik again, distinguished himself with a fine save by Akinyemi. the loose ball was knocked back into the danger area by the airstriker, it was bundled home, but referee Ewan Anderson ruled it out for a handball. But by air goal scorer cut. the drama went into the 96th minute, a free kick for Morton, 25 yards out Robbie Muirhead once of Co of course stepped up left foot shot just over the top but there wasn't a breakthrough in the second half it's finished as we started United 1 Morton 1 it's finished
1: at Celtic Park Fraser Wisher to Andrew McLean
2: Celtic 4 Dundee United 2 the full time score the visitor got it snatched a late a goal a point sorry late on but Celtic scored 2 injury time goals to ensure they get all three it took just six minutes for them to open the scoring Jota played into the right channel of the box he knocked it back across the face of goal and there was Sead Haxabanovich to tap in at the angle for 1-0, Dundee United levelled through a VAR-awarded penalty, Stephen Fletcher's header hitting the arm of Alexandro Bernabe, David Dickinson was instructed to go to the screen and after a review he pointed to the spot, Fletcher stepped up to take, put it straight down the middle, past Joe Hart for the equaliser, a few minutes later Mark Beragetti made a good save to deny joggers Giacomakis and Celtic retook the lead 35 minutes in, Sertak Zubanovic with a shot from an angle, it squirmed under Mark Viragiti who should have done better, it hit the post and rolled over the line for his second of the match, Celtic dominated the ball and territory in the second half, mostly only created half chances really, Viragiti making a few saves, they couldn't convert any of those chances at that point, they left the door open for Dundee United to try and get an equaliser, they nearly did a quick free click, free kick played to Glenn Middleton, his shot was headed off the line by Taylor, Edwards then hitting the post with a header from the resulting corner. Celtic's turn to hit the woodwork after that, James Forrest hitting the bar with a header, but Dundee United did get that equaliser, Dylan Levitt's cross evading everyone, even Tony Watt, who tried to head in at the back post, the ball went past Joe Hart and into the back of the net too, all it looked as if they'd snatched a point, but no, Celtic with a corner, 90 minutes in, licked on at the front post, and there was Kyogo to head in to send Celtic Park wild they then topped off the win right at the death too a ball over the top to Abada who finished really well I think over Mark Veraghti VAR did check that one for offside but the goals stood a crazy end to this game the full time score Celtic 4 Dundee United 2 and Fraser wisher how do you sum up those last few minutes? Well the Celtic supporters are absolutely delighted and they'll go home really
3: happy but you have to say it's just because of the last few minutes and the excitement that came from that because before that it looks like the game was, was just drifting to a comfortable but uninspiring win for Celtic but then United give them credit a couple of good substitutions on came Middleton on came uh, Tony Watt as well and they got a bit of life and they threatened and they one cleared off the line hit the post then they get the equaliser and all of a sudden the Celtic fans had to come to life in the last couple of minutes because they had nothing really to get them too excited and I think United be really disappointed by the Kyogo goal it was a good corner into the front post but Kyogo's one of the smallest players in the box and made a free header at the front post then of course with all the drama of the Abada goal was it onside was it offside Ange Postecoglou shaking his head the whole time even when Abada goal was allowed he was just shaking his head with his hands out he's clearly not a fan of, of the whole sort of bar uh, project, but uh, in the end, it's a vital three points for Celtic because at one point, when they equalised Levitt's goal, it looked like they were going to drop two vital points. So a good day all round for Celtic, if not one of their better days
2: on the field of play. Yeah, two injury time goals save the day for Celtic. The full time score here at Celtic Park: Celtic four, Dundee United two.
1: Well, Celtic fans, what did you make of that? 01419511025. Call us right now, David. Friel watched Partick Thistle Dundee for Hill
9: Full-time Gordon Partick, Thistle 2 in D3, what a game. I said beforehand, Thistle were almost in crisis mode after a horror run of results. Well, I think they're now officially in crisis mode after throwing away a 2-0 lead to lose yet again. Ian McCall say the starts don't make for great reading they've lost 5 of the last 6 league games and they've conceded 14 in the last 4 now, and your head's red card after Dundee's and make it 2-2 two, two, didn't help, but you can see the confidence strain from Thistle in the second half, they're now down to 7th place, they were booed off the pitch and Ian McCall really needs to stop this rock quickly all started so well for them, Harry Milne's double Put them two up at half time, but the second half is a different story as Dundee mounted this comeback. Zach Robinson made it 2 1 in 56 minutes as Thistle claimed a foul on David Mitchell. Dundee then had their momentum and the equaliser arrived in 68 minutes. Robinson tried an overhead kick. Ryan Sweeney was the man to follow up and bundle the ball over the line. There was a melee. there was a big rammy after the goal, and Armurehead, who had been booked for a flailing arm on Zach Rudden, picked up a second yellow card for his part in the, the rammy. Thistle now had to play a last 22 minutes with 10 men and you felt it was only going to be one winner. Indeed, duly delivered it. Max Anderson, he was great when he came on as a sub. He picked out Cammy at the edge of the box and the club legend buried a shot past David Mitchell. Dundee celebrated really wildly as they move up to fourth, but the problems are piling up for Partick Thistle. Full time Partick 2, Dundee 3.
1: What a day, what a day of association football Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL So many goals scored VAR drama as always And various other talking points And that's before we even get to tomorrow as well So it's 0141 951 1025 Give us a call right now Celtic fans What did you make of that? Obviously in the, the footballing sense it's four good goals bit ropey though Uh, Went 2-2 fairly late on There was the handball There was the VAR There was the time delays All that sort of stuff So please do pick up the phone right now And let us know And Rangers fans I'm sure you thought at one point You maybe had an extra incentive To go and cut that gap tomorrow It's not to be But you take care of your own business in Perth So 01419511025 And we'll do the lot next
0: After the action It's your reaction 01419511025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard's open
10: line
1: oh, What a day of football Celtic stretch their lead at the top It looked for a moment that they might only stretch it by one point But it is 3 in the end with a 4-2 victory against Dundee United What a crucial win that could be for Ross County as well 3-2 at home against St Mirren uh, In the Championship, a share of the spoils One all between Aaron Morton and Inverness broth, Partick Thistle fans, how are you feeling? You were 2-0 up and then lose 3-2 at home to Dundee to carry on a miserable run Wraith Rovers beating Hamilton Aki's 3-1 as well So Celtic fans, there is a lot to get through here You've stretched your leads, which I'm sure you think is great So talk to us about that The attacking performance in the end I suppose was good Because you scored four goals And Abada's in particular very nice towards the end How ropey did it feel? Or have you made a habit of that? Do you always think you will go up the other end and snatch the winner? And there's three words that you just long to hear Video, assistant, referee uh, What did you make of that today as well? Because there was quite a bit to get through on that front So let's dive straight in actually with Ewan Who's in Hamilton uh, Firstly Ewan, were you at the game or have you just seen it on TV?
11: No, I was, I was actually at the game um, Evening panel. Um I had a, a pretty good view I was right the way my seat was right across the line for so what I thought was the penalty And to me straight away me and the guys were about us. We did see, was obviously, his high his hand and thought, oh, here we go, he's going to check and all the rest of it. But the time it took, it felt like 10 minutes. Um, he goes and he looks at it, and sure enough. But I think just the, the VAR thing and the rules, they just don't marry up. They're not sort of fit for purpose, the way it is they do. With the introduction of VAR, the rules are going to need looked at, I think. Um, I think we are at the stage... Where, I know the panel and everything in the show they've been talking about as well, that it's subjective... And ultimately, the only person whose decision matters is the referee, because either the his ultimate call. But to me, that this whole thing with the unnatural position, um, like, two two big strapping lads going for a a fifty-fifty in the air, you get knocked off balance or whatever. So, see, see I'm out walking about this time of year, and it's, it's icy, it's slippy. I go to slip. First thing I do, my hand flies up in the air. So, if I've had a nudge or a knock, it's going to do that as well. So, I mean... Who's to say what's natural And what's unnatural I just don't You just need to clarify it I think we just need to take All the subjectiveness out of it And just say If you handball it in
1: the box It's a penalty And that right there Fraser Wisher Is the problem Because I hate to to Burst Ewan's bubble The rules Have been tweaked For VAR This is what we're seeing This is the VAR version Of the handball It's worth bearing in mind That four weeks ago Our refs were Expected to spot this stuff Without looking at it again, so that the handball rule has been there. What do you make of Ewan's frustration on it? I don't know if you've seen it back, Fraser.
3: Yeah, I've seen it back, and, and, and for me again, it's 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 one that could be given either either way, you know. And, and I think that's the the issue we're going to have. We're going to have to just get our heads around it, you know. is not about getting the decision right. Let's get that. Let's get that. Right. There's only two decisions that are right. One was offside, so you can tell that, and one was over the line. Everything else is subjective what it's doing is it's giving referees the chance if they make a mistake to, to reassess it and that's what it is now that doesn't mean the referee's got it right you know and I, I think when the problem with me for me in terms of the way VAR's supposed to be interpreted and I think you're right there it's, it's the, the rules maybe and the laws of the game are not helping but I thought VAR was supposed to come in only when it was a clear and obvious error and that one today will split the room Absolutely split. I don't think it was a penalty. As a defender, I would hate to get a a penalty kick given against me for that. What are defenders supposed to do these days? You can't go out and try and block a cross in case it hits your arm. You can't jump now with your arms in an actual position because it might hit your arm and be a penalty kick against you. So. It's a really, really difficult one. But I, I thought the interpretation was it was, a, it was an obvious error by the referee calm across the side. And maybe that's going to get ironed out in weeks to come because it's very new for the referees, to be fair to them, and the video assistant referees. But we're going to have to find a, a, a common ground in all this. But I don't think that you can with, with, with handball. It's very much yeah. very, very subjective.
1: It's going to be the one, um, I, I believe it or not, contrary to I think what people might you know, believe, don't really like getting the rule book out, but I think you have to, Hugh. I think it's important because the referees aren't just, believe it or not, not just randomly think. you know, I'll give that as a handball or not, they're trying or they're supposed to be doing this kind of checklist in their head, a list of criteria as to what is and is not an offence. And I've been reading this all afternoon and I can I can then see why Fraser says, you know, it's a bit of both. Because, firstly, actually, see if you look up the handball rule and this is an IFAB thing, it's not Scotland, it's worldwide. There's a wee diagram um, which basically shows you as well that, you know, if your hand is, if it, see if it's up and it's like above shoulder level,
5: mm-hmm.
1: you're in a bit of bother, basically. And of course, Bernabeu's was. It was high. The hand was high. But to go back to the wording of the rule then, as Ewan says, as I'm reading through it, you can see where you would change your mind. So first of all, Touches the ball with her hand or arm when it's made their body unnaturally bigger. You can go, well, do you know what? Burnaby made his body bigger. He made his body bigger, his arm was stuck out and it stopped the ball going towards goal. Great, penalty. Then you get to the next line. A player's considered to have made their body bigger when the position of the arm's not a consequence of or justifiable by the player's body movement for that specific situation. So you then ask yourself, well, is Burnaby's arm only out behind him by the way because of the way his body's twisted as he tries to head the ball yeah. and if it is then it shouldn't be a penalty
5: and that's why the room is split I accept that the game must have rules and must have structure but confining myself to the Burnaby incident at Celtic Park I mean no Dundee United player thought it was a penalty uh, the, the referee had to be instructed to go and look at it again and you know, I, I even looking at it again I think he should have realised that there was absolutely no intent that these mm. arms behind his torso, uh, and you know it's just going to mm. get people like you fed up with football. Do you think you would shout for it if it was the, at the other end, you? That's the test we always
1: have to apply, really, isn't
11: it? Well, I, I don't really think so. No, to be honest, because like you said, none of the United players really looked like There was one kind of had a half half attempt at shouting for it. Uh, and then the play moved on, everybody was quite happy and then you knew the delay, oh here we go. Um, and it was the same with Livingston, apparently I felt the boy was quite hard to, to, to concede that one. Um, it's just, I just don't know, it's just, I know it's always going to be subjective, but I would like to see referees having a bit more strength in their convictions than in their original decisions as well. I know it's human nature when you, um, somebody's picking over their decisions, especially instantaneously. Nobody likes to get things wrong, but you've made the decision it is what you've seen at the time and what you said there Gordon if, what are they actually looking at on the screen are they looking at the whole incident or are they just looking to see if it did hit his hand because like you've read the, the two lines of the rules there it, it doesn't really clear it up if you're looking at it yes it's hit his hand right okay but is it is looking at like the next four, few seconds after it to see it, or before, before it, it to see what what, what the the
1: play's actually happening and This is this is the boring bit Mark I, I, I would be frustrated Listening to me Spouting this off Every week But obviously You're gonna When you've got any rule Or any word written down And it's not like What Fraser says About either offside or not You're asking Human beings To interpret that yeah. In whatever way They see fit mm-hmm. So we're, we're, we're at, This isn't This isn't going anywhere yeah, we're, we're never, we're, gonna we're, gonna never we're never getting beyond this Take yeah. a look at other leagues Take a look at the way this works, you know, as, as Fraser says, you're, that's before you even get to the notion of of clear and obvious. Yeah. Michael Smith, Andrew Shinney, this one, Matt O'Reilly, If if somebody thinks that that is an unnatural position, that's not justifiable. How by can they you change your mind? What are do you doing?
4: Ne- you're never going to change your mind. It's down to the referee on the day, and and that's a bit I do like that. It's still the referee's decision. It's not VR who's making them change their mind. But I, I do agree with you and couple of the decisions we've seen over the past couple of weeks when referees have been asked to go and look. They need to be brave enough to stick to their original mm. decision. And by the way, the referee got one today in the possible sending off. He didn't think it was a sending off. He went over... To see serious no, foul but did play? he
1: go over to the monitor? No, I don't did think they he not? Sorry, I thought. No.
4: Oh, okay, so it was a VAR check, mm. but it was fine. And again, okay.
1: I'm not saying Sorry. this. I'm not saying this should make Scottish football fans feel any better, Gordon. But, but this was a well-known thing about VAR. Everybody mm. knows in any league, if the ref goes to the monitor, that you know the, the decision gets changed. That that this isn't. This is nothing new. This is us coming to terms with the
6: process. That's what I don't like about it. Now going by the second. Um, phase that you read out there, Gordon, the letter of the law. I don't think that's a penalty kick.
1: What but, bit of it then? The, the justifiable,
6: yeah, well, his body movement, movement, yeah, 100%. But, but, all but, as a player, but he,
1: he his body's bigger and it's and it's the, the yeah. arms above the shoulder, isn't it?
6: But that's, obviously, go, I,
1: that's obviously the bit the ref goes on. I'm right. not saying no, I agree.
6: I think the referee looks at that and he's got a great view of it. And I don't think for any moment in time he thinks that's a penalty kick until it's flagged up. And as you say, the minute it go over i seen the same at Aberdeen last night The referee was never given a penalty kick And he had a terrific view of it It was mm. flagged up I think put under a little bit of pressure Goes over And the mm. minute they go to the monitor Because they've been flagged up Bang, yeah. penalty kick But then
1: Fraser, will never actually know What order that comes in Because for all we know Again, as human beings Refs are using it as a, a comfort blanket if you like, you know, I've seen a lot of this. He doesn't even give it in the first place, but maybe he's deliberately not giving them. And I'm not talking about this handball; I'm talking about any VAR call. Do you see what I mean by that? Because they know, rather than than dive in, they can just correct it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what was going through David Dickens' head at, at, at that point. You know, I mean, it was. It he may have thought it wasn't a penalty at the time. he May have thought it, it wasn't hitting his uh, his, his uh, the players arm. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I think those that would be the laws of the game, perhaps they should actually ask some players. I mean, there's a novel... There's a novel idea. Ask players what is natural here. You know, I played as a defender. Mark was a defender as well, full-back. Our job was to block crosses, and sometimes your arm would be in a natural position, but it's out to keep your balance. Now, tell me that defenders going to going to, to block a cross with their arms behind their back. Tell me that's natural. Tell me today, Bernabe jumping for the ball with his arms wide or his arms in there. How do you jump from the ball if you don't use your arms? So maybe we need to speak to, to players. I, I'm part of the world. Players Union, the FIFA Pro, you know, I'm on the board of it, and uh, they could speak to them and get represented. For players to actually look at what is the laws of the game, but uh, listen, we we be doing this in five years' time, ten years' time, twenty years' time. We've got long gone. This is what VAR brings, and people I think have to ask themselves: Does it add to the spectacle? Did Celtic supporters and Dundee supporters inside the stadium enjoy it better because of VAR? I'm, I'm not sure.
1: What do you think, Ian?
11: No, not at all. To be honest, it's immense uh, frustration for the Celtic point of view, and the Dundee players. The United players after it, they, they looked like they couldn't believe their luck. To be honest, they just kind of—I mean, it was they were in the first ten minutes, and they just slowed right down after that, started time wasting. Um, it's just—I don't know. Just, I just—I don't—I don't see what to add, and if it, uh, to be honest, I think it takes away. But it, again, it is like you say—it's it's there now. We need to kind of live with it and deal with it and move on. Or I, I just think we just. We either all stop talking about it and we just say any handball in the box is now a penalty and that's it we just deal with it
5: and move on or
11: I I just don't think it's fit for purpose but bringing it in halfway through a season as
5: well Well well. I know but even if it had been in from the very start of the season and the same penalty had been uh, given at Celtic Park or anybody else We've been talking about it then,
1: but or if we just left it in cold storage, and there's a bad decision yeah. that could decide the title. And we go hold on a minute. We could have used VR and we didn't.
5: It's I, I think you know the, the terrible pity is you've had an end to that game that is sensational. You done Dundee United scoring an equaliser at mm-hmm. which point Ewan's heart sank like tens of thousands of other hearts inside Celtic Park, and Ewan is subconsciously thinking. What a mistake we've made here with Rangers playing tomorrow, etc, etc. And then Celtic, for the third time this season, come back and not only make it 3-2, which for me is a combination of bravery and resilience and character and call it anything you like, they make it 4-2 with an even better goal. So instead of talking about that, you've got the rule book out, we're discussing body shape and... That this whole thing, and Ewan's mm. right, the match day experience, the match day experience yeah. has been soured for every fan. Yeah, I mean, Ewan's feeling after that should be phoning, oh, that was, guys, they, that's, that's the
1: yeah. type of win that might win us the league. Ultimately, yeah. that's, the, that's the the thought that we used to get on, on days like this. Um, Steven's a Celtic fan. What's your question or point for the panel, Stephen?
12: Um hi there guys, how are you doing? <clears throat> I was listening obviously and I think unfortunately most folk are uh, the guys that you've had on and obviously the pundits and that have to have roughly covered all the the things that I was wanting to talk about. Um pointing about the Celtic game, Celtic supporter. Must say, first and foremost, very happy with the result. Quality came through in the end with some nice final two goals. I thought it was a wee bit sluggish up until then. Didn't really seem to get going. But I was one that wanted to ask Mark Wilson as a defender again. It's mm-hmm. flogging on a dead um, a dead horse here, but the natural body and the positioning thing. Now the problem I had, first I want to say with VAR, I don't have an issue with VAR. I think that it's something that I inevitably had to come in. We need to get with the times and for our refs to, you know, work on different platforms, whether that be Europe or internationals, they need to have it. When it came in, I first said to a lot of my friends, I don't see how these wild decisions that people complain about every single week can possibly happen when they've got the ability to watch, it slowed down from various angles and it's right in front of them. I've quickly been proven wrong, unfortunately. And with the one with Burnaby today, I want to ask Mark, but I think it's easy to say, for me, I'm not really buying this. Subjective will be the word that, in the hill that everyone will die on. And I just think it's a cop-out for a wee bit of incompetence and the lack of common sense, to be honest with you. Burnaby jumps... He makes, a, he makes a valid attempt to header the ball. And as Mark and you guys have seen, when he jumps, he twists his body and throws his head towards it. So he's trying to generate contact and direction and power. And doing that, his arm swings out behind his back. He misses the ball and it gets headed down on top of his arm, which is behind his back. Now, I don't know who it was that was covering it that said it. If you want to try and make contact with a ball, with your hand, you don't throw it behind your back. So there's got to be a wee bit of common sense there. But the one thing is, is Nick Walsh, the same man who did not give a penalty at Hearts for a guy who's standing, facing up the defender, and openly lifts his arm up to the side to make contact with the ball, that's not a penalty. Yet a guy in a natural jumping position, that is a penalty. That just seems a bit crazy. And one final thing is, I don't know if you agree with this or not, you said about maybe pressure that's put on the referees when they go over to far. I'm happy to be proven wrong, but I always seem to think that about 95, maybe more percent of the time, that a referee is called over to look at something, inevitably, whatever that decision is given. And I think referees maybe need to be a wee bit more braver and make calls themselves I do agree with what you're saying I think it's oh, that's flagged over And they must think Oh but they guys are watching that Oh it's got to be And I'll look a fool If I disagree with that I don't know what you think of that
4: Mark Well I, I agree with Stephen With a lot of his points here You know As a defender yeah. how, how would you yeah, feel defender, If well, you were Burnaby the, the game is now moving I think we said earlier on Is now moving towards You know It's an entertainment business They want as many goals as they can Get in the game the art of defending now is is slowly slipping out of it and it's it seems like it's been taken away from defenders even more with these rules now. Because you know the, the, the penalty today is is ridiculous for me as a defender because you can't do anything about it. I, I'll agree you've went over it, it's all ground. Everybody I think agrees in that. Although at his arm, you can't do anything about it. What what stage do we get to? The Ange post to Coghlan, well, every other manager for that respect takes his defenders on the training ground and runs through scenarios mm. with balls in the box and tries to get his players to to defend with their hands again see
1: without getting too specific I, I don't even think that's one that would fall into that because we're not talking about you know the even the michael yeah, smith facing one up, the, yeah. Those traditional ones because yeah. you do see defenders tuck their hind, be, hands behind their yeah. back bernabeu is doesn't like that he's tried to header
4: the ball yeah. as we said which is caused he swung behind them but that that is the rule makers the, we want more goals in the game I just feel this is getting a bit ridiculous now We all want to see goals But mm-hmm. When you're a defender it, it, It's going to get to the stage The analysts are going to have to see to managers At the start of every season By the way By average This is how many penalties we're going to concede the public, And take that into consideration
5: Because it,
9: It's
5: inevitable The public like Stephen on the line Are either Going to have to say Look VAR gave it And that's that There's no point in arguing Or Um, people are going to become disillusioned with football because we can't go on and on. We haven't discussed the fantastic finish. We haven't discussed Partick Thistle going down after being two up. We haven't discussed anything other than a person's body shape. I mean, you can't go on like this. but,
1: But see, the thing is, you can and you do because other leagues have had it for years and they're still doing it,
5: so that's strap why I, yourself in. Yeah, that's why I it say it. that's why I say people, whether well, they support mm-hmm. Celtic, Rangers, or Annan Athletic, will have to get used to mm-hmm. VAR gave it, and that's the end no, of the story. But that's what I'm saying. It's not because it's
1: been in the English Premier League for years, and every Monday they still debate them all, mm. so just get ready for it. The I think debate's I'm, not going anywhere. I
6: think we'll be debating it this Monday, Gordon. I've got no, to I've say, got my, my that, big yeah. problem, just quickly, is. I think the referee is um, Sort of a Turned the minute he gets a shout in the air To go and look at it I think the referee today looked at that and thought No, that's not a penalty kick And then the minute he was told And he went over to yep. the screen right away penalty kick. Thank you Stephen uh, We're getting
1: there 01419511025 Let's take more of your calls next
0: are over. The talking begins. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open
1: Line. Hugh Keaven, Smart Wilson, Gordon Biel in the studio. Fraser Wishart still with us at Celtic Park, and Craig, it's just down the road in Dumfries. What's your take on things today, Craig?
13: Hi there, guys. Um, it's just a, just a, a kind of couple of points on the AR, more generally speaking, um, and I, I think that not specifically on the incident today, but it just feels as if he have gone in on VAR too early. Um, you look at England and, you know, the three-stage process there, they just went with, you know, full-time referees, then Goal uh, Line Technology and then um, VAR. Now, I know it might be harsh to say, but for me, the quality of the referees in Scotland just, you know, it's not good enough and we should have invested the money and the time in, you know, eight to ten top-level, Category 1 referees full-time Before we went and invested in VAR, because ultimately, if you give them the tools, they're still not applying them correctly, and you know I I don't think that they will any time soon. And I think we've gone about it kind of backwards. You know, we don't have a referee in the Champions League, we don't have a referee in the Europa League, we don't have anyone going to the World Cup, we don't have anyone who is in Euros. The standard of refereeing is clearly reflected in. You know, across Europe Is, is been poor
1: At the same time though Craig They definitely wouldn't get Any of those big games If they don't know How to work VAR Would they?
13: Well, But that's kind of a point How You know You take a team You know How would you How would Ange Postacoglu Or Giovanni Van Bronkos react If you said We'll get our guys together Two nights a week What opportunity Are you giving the guys And the referees To actually Be better at their
1: job Yeah I'm always really torn on that Fraser Because like Craig comes from a perfectly logical point If you do something full time You should be better at it Than if you do it part time But If David Dickinson is a full time ref Does that change whether he thought That was a handball today or not?
3: No And I I think it's a wee bit uh... A bit harsh on the referees who put a lot of time and effort into keeping themselves fit and uh, also, you know, do other stuff as well in terms of their training and uh, video analysis, etc. So a bit harsh on them. And in England they are full time and they still get criticised. I'm not sure it's going to make them make them uh, better. I mean, I, I think we're all going to have to get our heads round it. Um, you know, I said for good years. Um, I don't think think it particularly enhances the spectacle. I don't think it's good for the the supporters that that watch the game. Does it make it better? Not for me. But you know, I've got my head round. It's here and it's here to stay. So we're going to have to, to adapt it, and adapt to our mindset to to that. It doesn't help when we have a sticky start like this. And you know, and I think we sh- we need to give the referees and the the video assistant referees a wee bit of time just to settle in. But it was three and a half minutes. From the ball hitting Bernabéu, Bernabéu, sorry, on the the hand, and Stephen Fletcher scoring the the penalty kick. So that's a long time. It's a long time and it's disrupting the flow and we have to find a way of, was that clear and obvious? Probably not, not in fact, not in my opinion. So I think we're going to have to give the referees some time. I'm not convinced that full-time referees make them better and it's a hell of a cost. And we've got referees that are well-paid in other walks of life. They're not going to give up their jobs you know, to, for, for a, a year's contract as a referee with the chance that they may not get it renewed. So I think that's a no-goer in, in, in Scotland. We just have to find a way of simplifying this whole system and make it so that VAR's rarely used. But at the moment, maybe just in this, t- this settling-in period, it's not proven great, and too many refereeing decisions have been
1: overturned. Yeah, and in terms of you know the, the step process that Craig mentions, I wonder if the goal-line technology thing's a bit of a red herring. I mean, it would be nice, but MLS went in very early on VAR. They've had VAR for ages, and they still don't have goal-line technology, so it's not always that you get one and, and then the other. Craig, let me ask you about your the sort of um, Something that came up During the show right See, when a smaller team If you like Dundee United Goes to Celtic Park Do you know what Or Ibrox for that matter Or Motherwell Or St Mirren We always think about The so called smaller team Trying to slow the game down And take the momentum out of it Do you think is Helping that happen Do you think it might hinder Celtic and Rangers When they play at home I'm not talking about From a decision making process I'm talking about The, the flow of the game
13: yeah, absolutely. I thought I thought Celtic started really well today for the first fifteen minutes and then and then the v r decision and I thought that we just never ever got going. Um again after that. And you know, it, that can't become an excuse. I think Celtic need to adapt to how to to deal with that. It's gonna happen, you know, you're not gonna get rid of it. But absolutely, it has an impact on the game, it has an impact on the on the tempo of the game and I and I just felt that we never got going again after particularly the penalty one and then I think the one where there was a check for, for Jack Marcus um, potential red card but I, I, you know I think is it in favour you know probably in favour is a bit strong but I definitely think that it has an impact and I think that you could see I actually think that's why Burnaby came off as well because he was so frustrated about the decision that he was a bit of a heads gone for the rest of the half and almost made the manager's decision for him to just take him off particularly being booked so, I think it will support those those things. I yeah, you, but Craig, not uh, every game will get a, a, a VAR check as long as that. Craig, I don't
5: know if you agree with me, but I think that Ange Postacoglu, since the introduction of VAR, has looked a, a more frustrated oh, individual. Believe me, he's having
1: a wee during, rant about VAR. I, I I I I'll let you, you play it. I told I you play play during the game, soon. I said
5: to you, I wonder if it, today is the day that Ange has a rant about it because he's looked. A distracted man since VAR came in. He was sarcastic at Tynecastle, justifiably so, about the non award of a penalty. He's applauding the fourth official. Today he did nothing but shake his head all day long. uh, And he was the one that said that the theatre around it, well, the the theatre, as I said Mm. earlier, has become a home for Panto, don't, and he's not happy.
1: Don't get me wrong, Fraser Wisher. If you are Liam Fox, or you are whoever goes to Ibrox next, or when Malky Mackay goes to Celtic Park next, they're up against teams with much bigger budgets and much better players, and they would be laughing at the suggestion that poor Celtic and Rangers are going to be hampered because you know the play's a bit slower than than it otherwise would be. I just thought it was. It's just another facet to this that sort of came up today but it won't be the only game that is a bit slower yeah I, th- I
3: think uh, I think fans of smaller clubs and players of smaller clubs uh, Mark was talking about it going to Celtic Park and I says uh, a Dundee rated player I did exactly the same as a St Byrne, Motherwell Hearts player whoever and you, you kind of laugh at the, the Old Firm fans thinking that they, they they don't get the decisions but I think the Ange Postacoglick one will be interesting because towards the end of the game Eliel Abada the long ball over the top he ran through lovely finish and big celebration and then all of a sudden it starts for two or three minutes and to be fair to Ange Postukoglu the decision went in Celtic's favour and he was clearly unhappy he was shaking his head he was throwing his hands up in the air he was having a wee bit of a rant towards I think Harry Kuehl and Gavin Strachan etc and even when the referee pointed to the centre circle to give their Abad a goal he still wasn't happy with it so to be fair that was a decision in his favour not just about the Burnaby and it'll be interesting to hear his uh, his aftermatch uh, thoughts mm-hmm. I don't think he'll hold back Mark as
1: a player though I keep hearing this players are just going to not celebrate I'll we'll tell them- Talia oh what a celebration um, it was and I'm, I don't know if that does happen eventually but it's, it's not its not started
4: yet nah I don't think you'll ever take that away from the game and if you do take that away from the game then you know people stop you know taking interest in it because that's what the game's about that's what VR can't take away it can't take away the rawness mm-hmm. and that passion once it gets to that stage, But it
6: will in it affect players, Matt, there's no doubt. I think it affected the Celtic left-back today. He took off at half-time. It was an opportunity. And I think it's because of what the caller said. He was so disappointed. He got booked. And I think the manager decided to put on Greg Taylor at half-time. And that's a chance for him. Because Greg Taylor's obviously a number one choice. He's out there to show what he can do. I think it affects the players mm-hmm. as well.
1: Uh, let's bring in Andy and let Look, see what's on his mind, Andy. I think
7: you'll be unsurprised to hear <laughs> that it's Go on then <laughs> Well I can understand Why the penalty's been given um, I think Fletcher's header Was going wide to be honest Maybe I'm, I've seen it at the wrong angle But to then book Burnaby As if it's a, an Intentional handball is ridiculous Like I, I just don't See where the booking is there And then You look at the potential red card with Sybil. I think it was Sybil, wasn't it? Um, Yeah, it was. For a a high challenge. And we saw a red card given by VAR last week with Tony Watt, which was then, which was in terms of, uh, (laughs) what's the word? Um, uh, God, I've taken a total blank for a word. Right, I'll help you out.
6: What, what,
1: What are you getting at? What was the one you saw last week? Uh, Tony Wat oh, given the red card. I know, but that's yet. a rubbish comparison now, Andy, isn't it? Because that got overturned, so that's not meant to be correct.
7: Of course, yeah, that is fine. But how can they not even? I mean, uh, David Dickinson, the man that um, can—he <laughs> was a terrible referee today. Personally, I thought, I thought he was absolutely atrocious. Never even gave a foul for it, but then it comes to a, a red card check. <laughs> Maybe I'm just being a guy That is not happy with VAR in general And I'm being apprehensive In, in the long term With it, obviously we got the one With Liela Um I just, I just I think it just Absolutely destroys the game In general, like you can't Celebrate a goal, you can't Come to a full decision um, What does that mean Andy In, in practice
1: Because I get it in theory right But The Celtic fans celebrated Leila Bada's goal
7: Majorly so did, so did that I was watching it That's what I
1: mean So this notion that you can't celebrate Because I get it I, I'm as worried about that As anybody else But I wonder if it's just something People say Rather than What they actually do Because that didn't happen Leila Bada's goal The place went Crazy
7: Yeah Oh agree with you I celebrated it Massively Because it gave us A bit of a cushion But at the same time After it had went in I then Brought myself Back into myself If you want um, And was waiting For the decision Um, I think Vard Maybe long term Will be Beneficial To Scottish football At the minute I just think There is Nothing Beneficial Not nothing beneficial Nothing I just think they're not um, carrying
1: it out right. Yeah, I mean, Fraser, Andy's point about the booking, unfortunately, I don't have the answer he probably wants. It's just one of those things. And to to look just back to midweek, look at Matt O'Reilly. It's the Champions League. It was a, a foreign official. You know, it's that. that's just sort of the way it is at the moment. Without knowing exactly, I would guess it falls under... Um, If you look through All the cautionable offences There's one which says Handles the ball To interfere with Or stop a promising attack If that's what done For Matt Riley During the week It's probably what done For Burnaby today As harsh as it may seem
3: Yeah Booked for something You don't even You don't even mean you know, and that's, that's just that's just nonsense. It's really, really harsh to to double jeopardy. You know, mm-hmm. give the give the penalty kick in one hand. You know, and he's jumping for the ball. Ball goes over his head. He's no idea what's going on behind him. The ball then hits him in the hand, and the referee gives a penalty and books him. You know, yep. and same with that, O'Reilly during during the week. But uh, you know, I think it's about selling uh, VAR, Gordon. This was sold a few years ago as yes, this is going to increase the correct decisions from 91% to 98 or something like that. That's what FIFA would tell you. It's not. It's, it's not, it's just giving the referee a second chance to get the decision correct. That's what it's about here. Let's not say it's going to get decisions right because every single week we'll be talking like this. You know, and that one today, we'll split a room. It'll split a room. I didn't think it was a penalty. And uh, and I thought the one that a couple of weeks ago when Michael Smith handled was a penalty, mm-hmm. but neither decision was, was given the way that I yep. thought, so it's just, it's just purely a subjective decision.
1: And it is, and this is why I know that the previous caller took issue with that phrase, but Andy's actually a Celtic fan, and if you remember, the first thing he said was, I can see why the penalty was given, yeah. but he then went on to complain about some other things. Hmm. So we've got Celtic fans on saying they can see why it was given, yeah. but Maybe we are Sorry can I quickly Hugh because we're out of time I want to cover some more Andy said What did you make of the Sibbled one Was that the right decision by, by VAR or should they have been sent off I don't
5: think it should be sent off no
4: Correct decision
6: Um, I would query that one Okay <laughs> uh, What are you query? I, I thought he was high studs into the, the mid drift I think that's dangerous
1: Okay Thank you very much to Andy and Postacoglou Some very very interesting thoughts On VAR If you want to hear them You will be able to do so Right here next
0: After they play You have your say 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open line
1: Hugh Keevans Mark Wilson Gordon DL In the studio Is it getting to that Time of the year Where being left In a stadium's a bit Chilly oh. on a Saturday night, Fraser Wisher
3: No, not at all Not at all, I thoroughly enjoyed it The game warmed me up, especially the end of the game So no, not Great. yet, I've
1: got, I've, I have got the thermos on Good, we'll keep you there for the GBX then Till 10 if you don't mind um, We're going to hear from Ange Postacoglu in just a second Of course, two big games tomorrow uh, As well, we'll cast our eyes forward To St Johnstone Rangers Hearts Motherwell will follow uh, at 3 o'clock It's a bit spread out this week We had the two games last night as well And I did promise you, just before the break that we were going to hear from Ange Postacoglu um, here's what he had to say on well VAR first and foremost I think
14: I was frustrated mate and I probably didn't handle it well um, but I don't have and just so I'm clear I don't have a problem with VAR I've got a problem with the way it's been used you know? there's no secret we want to be a team that you know, plays up tempo especially at home you know because we think A it's very effective for us but B also <clears throat> it's entertaining for the fans I don't think People fell in love with football just to be sitting around waiting for somebody in a building miles away to to sort of decide outcomes. And they don't need to take that long. I mean, it was our second goal, you know, our players are celebrating for about two minutes and we're still waiting at kickoff to see what, what, I don't know. I still don't know what it is. If you can't decide in two minutes, it's probably not there, but it seems like, you know, if we've got seven camera angles, they want to look at every one Now, I might be on my own in this one, but I'll, I'll. People make mistakes. I have my whole career in terms of referees, but I won't. You know, I just don't. I just don't feel comfortable with the way it's. And I know it's early doors and it's a new toy and everyone wants to use it, but you can't be disrupting games like that. I don't think it's good for anyone. But you know, like I said, I, I, I got frustrated with it today. So he hasn't even given a foul now. I wasn't blowing up that it's a red card. I thought, you know what, unless he's seen of it, I don't. Okay, so he's in the booth and he sees it and he goes, well really like we have to take that long to come to that decision i mean all, to me the referee is close enough there i mean the same thing happened last week with tony Watt. no free kick red card after VAR gets overturned like okay i'll cop teething problems but we've got to be learning along the way so why are we sitting around for you know two minutes we had five minutes of extra time in the first half of a game of football it's crazy for what I think You know what, if they think that's handball It seems that any time the ball touches your hand in the box Apart from if you're playing hearts away It's a penalty right? So if that's the case They could have seen that in the first screen That it's hit Bernard's arm right? He had no idea it's hit his arm So how they but It seems to me the interpretation these days Is if it hits your hand it's, it's a penalty But why taking so long?
5: Well, that's the manager of the reigning Scottish champions And a powerful voice within our game A sensible man A fair-minded man And he's telling you that In terms of uh, the spectacle Entertainment for fans This is a nonsense And he's also telling you From a purely selfish point of view Let it be said But he's entitled to that He's a Celtic manager He's telling you that As a football team This is bad for Celtic They, They can't get on with playing football And the other salient point he makes: if it takes so long to make a decision, mm-hmm. maybe there's no decision there to be looked yeah. at. I found that quite interesting,
1: Fraser, because He wasn't necessarily complaining about the handball. I mean, you heard them say there: if they think it's his arm, fine, you know, do it quicker. And um, he did have his wee dig about hearts, of course, which I'm sure the Celtic fans will, uh, you know, you know, will appreciate. But he, he's probably. He's he's probably got quite a an interesting position on this because he's never actually complained about refereeing decisions really since he's been here. So he's, and he's still not doing that, but it's more about the way it's happening, the length of time it's been used. They used to say, you know it feels like it's a new toy that they're desperate to use."
6: Yeah,
3: and that's what we can only hope. We can only hope that the horrendous three months that you might as well describe it is that it's only three months and that things have become a bit more refined and, and used better. And uh, yeah, I I, I think he made his points in a game that his team has won and he made his points in a team when his team have had one VAR go against him another one for a bad I ruled that it was a goal as well although that wasn't overturned the lines didn't give the the, the the offside and also I thought he was good on the, the Sybil tackle in Basically say, Listen, nobody wants two and a half minute waits to see did somebody get sent off when the referees get a clear view of it and didn't even give a free kick in Tony Watt last week so I think he's, he's handled it very well I'm, I'm with him on this I said before, we, we all have to get our heads around it and, I, and I, I'm somebody who's not a particular fan of it. I need to get my head around it as well. It's here at the stay, VAR and let's try and get a way of refining it and getting quicker decisions so it doesn't disrupt the flow of the game, which happened today.
1: I mean, he's he's referencing Tony Watt against Motherwell and all sorts, Mark. So he's been fair. He's joining in the the
4: way of the world here where we start comparing all sorts. Well, we don't often agree on much across this country, but I think this one across the board in terms of how much time it's taking to get to these decisions, I think everybody, every fan, every manager, every player is on board with us. So, look, we get it... Tough for the officials Sometimes And this is new But Ange is totally right They need to learn And learn quickly Now they've been working In this behind the scenes For a wee bit now And I get when it comes Into action Live action It's a bit different But They need to speed things up Or it'll kill the Mm. game I've got a tiny bit Of sympathy
1: Gordon I get Mm. If it's taking too long It's taking too long But when he says They've got all these angles It's almost as if They want to check every angle you can you can still imagine a scenario where it's the other way round then yeah. and they don't check every angle and they make a decision and everyone says oh hold on a minute you idiots you've got all these angles and you don't check them all so it would be nice if we could find a happy medium
6: yeah yeah I, I agree with the Celtic manager i agree with the lads about the time frustration has come creeping into this um but you're right gordon uh, sometimes and big decisions if you take a little bit longer as long as you come to the right um, you know, answer to the question. Then fine, I think people accept it. But
5: Sometimes though there's probably a line though, isn't there? Last week in the case of Tony Watt, Liam Fox comes out at the end of the game and says, Well, you know, they've looked at various angles and they've decided to um give him a red card. Um but I've seen it from another angle. And everyone mm. kinda laughed and said, Well, appeal it then And he did. Mm-hmm. And how but to
1: be fair, the bit that I'm a bit confused about with that one is I'm I think they would have seen it from that other angle as well, because all the angles are available in the ver room. You well, know,
5: but the, so the have overturned mm-hmm. their own decision then. Well, well, you it's, look it's it a different you...
1: panel; it's an independent panel mm-hmm. that when that uh, sits on your appeal. You know, it's not the referee. You don't go and appeal to the referee. You sit to an independent judicial panel, as, as Fraser will know.
5: Anyway, I think it's a worry when a guy like Postacoglu, who, as I say, is an mm. eminent, but it's not
6: just panel. Look at Aberdeen last night at halftime, right? The first thing they oh, checked yeah, for. Board, the, the, yeah. the first thing they checked for was offside. That takes seconds. Draw the lines. He wasn't offside. It took nearly four yeah. minutes for a penalty kick to be given. Again, just to meet in the middle. I still would. I'd
1: love it to be much quicker. But you, bearing in mind, you're still maybe looking at things in the lead up, or you could be looking at who's yeah, right, who, okay. who's active yeah. and who's not. And again, I'm not saying that was the case last night, but it's just not oft, always that automatic. On a purely footballing sense, Fraser Wishart, let's try something mad since we've got two minutes left. And talk about you know like results and the implications and so on. It's now over to Rangers where they needed to bounce back anyway, but they certainly can't afford to have this turn into a weekend where Celtic gain a further advantage on them tomorrow.
3: No, and I think Hugh was talking about the Rangers supporters moving closer to to the radio when it was two uh, one and, and Celtic were comfortable. You know they played they played well. But without being at their absolute best. It was comfortable, perhaps inspiring for for a wee a wee spell in the second half you thought they were just gonna get that third and go on and get some more. But then a couple of changes by Dundee United put a lot of spark into into their game and then the equalizer and, and he didn't really see it come back. But to be fair the Celtic fans all of a sudden, just started roaring and making a noise. I think it roared their team on, and uh, Celtic got those those two goals. So it was a brilliant end to the game, and I'm sure Celtic fans will go back really happy. When you've not been at your best and you score four goals, then uh, then that's that's obviously a good sign. So for Celtic, it's a good day. But you're right, Rangers now, from all of a sudden, have not seen that perhaps it was just going to be, you know, uh, they could get a couple of points back if they win tomorrow. Now the pressure's on because going into the going into the the World Cup break, I don't think Rangers can afford to be any more than. Four points behind.
5: No, they certainly can't. Uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. It may be unfair to equate the Champions League form with your domestic league form and put the manager under pressure. However, the Rangers fans clearly have misgivings about Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. And those misgivings will become serious mm. misgivings if anything is dropped between now and next Saturday
1: But that said Gordon a performance like Aberdeen will do it and no doubt will do it no disrespect to Callum Davidson
6: yeah yeah, I think it'll be a difficult game they're in a little bit of a form Gordon Won the last two but I just feel that Rangers need to win tomorrow and I think they will do it up at Perth
1: what a day it's been thank you Gordon DL Mark Wilson Hugh Kevens, thank you Fraser Wishart who's out there uh, at Celtic <laughs> Park as well the top team keeping you up to speed around the grounds But the biggest thanks by a mile always goes to you, the ones who call and tweet and everyone who just listens and keeps us company in your own way. We really do appreciate it each and every week. So thanks once again. Two big games still to come tomorrow. St Johnston Rangers at noon, then Hearts Motherwell at 3pm. If today and last week is anything to go by, there'll be a few talking points from those matches as well. Which means we will be well stocked on Monday night to lecture you you'd be crazy to miss it because we'll have Kenny Miller here Roger Hanna looking back on all the big talking points I'm sure VAR will get a mention at some point and uh, we'll reflect on it all so make sure you join us Monday at 6 and in the meantime it's the weekend it's bonfire night and one man who'll get you right in the mood and it's Mr George Bowie up next on the GBX